welcome to the Now Nerd Podcast, talking about nerd things. I'm your host, Robert Folly. I just burped in my own mouth from Danny Mullins. It tasted like Mexican chili and beer, and it's a bad mix. <laughs> I went to Kelly's birthday party today, and they had beer and Mexican chili. Someone this week had a, a, a life while the other person was sick in bed all week. Oh, were you? Yeah, for the most part. I actually had to call into work near the end. My son was sick Thursday. My mom was sick Saturday. My dad's sick today, so... Uh, upper nasal infection. So if I sound weird, that's why. I'm on like three different medications. You typically sound at least a little weird. Eh. So anyways, I accomplished a milestone today, my friend. Oh, what's that? Very excited. It was five years in the making. I believe uh, a certain game came out in 2012, right? Called Skyrim. Yes. I beat it today for the first time. I slayed Alduin. <laughs> and thoughts? He's dead. I don't know. I I mean, it was cool. I don't know if it was waiting five years cool. I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> Like, I wanted him to, like, take his last breath, but then also give me a present, because I felt like I earned it at this point. I but, mean, he gave uh, you a soul. A dragon soul? Yeah. I don't even know if he did. Yeah. Oh. Well, who gives a shit? I had plenty of those. I, I mod. I don't need <laughs> dragon souls. Uh, the end is actually pretty cool when you go back, which I didn't know you went into Sovereign Guard, really. You told me a little bit about it. But going into the Land of the Dead is pretty cool. Yep. And seeing... <laughs> Seeing the meat hall in heaven made me want to be a better character. Right? Yes. Because right now I am an awful thief vampire assassin. I got a <laughs> yeah, lot of you, work to do. You went villain this time, like full on. Yeah, this time. Yeah, well. I've never played good in Skyrim. No? No. Uh, I, I go back and forth. Now, I, I can I can in my mind make it to where a thief can be a good guy. Yeah, if that, makes, if that helps you sleep at night. But uh, I have it in my mind that a good guy can nuke Megaton. Uh, but you just gotta give homeless people water, remember? <laughs> and it, then you're okay. If I'm good, then I always join the companions. If I'm bad, then I always join the Dark Brotherhood. I've never not joined the Dark Brotherhood because they're so fucking cool. I've I've killed them plenty, but they're so metal. Uh, yeah, y- you get your job from a corpse. I I also kill assassins. You get, get your their jobs, jobs from, from a corpse. corpse. No, because nobody can listen to them because you didn't join. They have yeah. no listener. Yep. They have Cicero, the weird jester guy. Why they get taken down. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it it is cool. And it it was weird because the whole time I was like, oh, I want to make it to the Mead Hall in Heaven. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to be starting my own church here soon. It's called Mead Hall in Heaven. Wouldn't it be the church of, uh, what's his name in the game? The guy guarding the gate? No, the, the people there actually follow, if you follow the story at all, the whole reason there's a civil war going on is the elves made it. To where Skyrim... I didn't take part in the war. I didn't get that part well, of the story. Skyrim, it's illegal for them to follow this one particular god who was a Nord who became a god. Oh, okay. You see it in, like, every oh, town. Oh, Talos. Talos. Yeah. They, the people there worship Talos. Mm-hmm. So it would be the Church of Talos that you're trying to open. Yeah, but I want more credit for it. So it's like, Danny's Church and of Talos. So I want my name in there. Technically, before that, a mead hall of celebration for warriors of the dead is Valhalla. Mead hall in heaven. You're ruining everything. It's the it's very Church of the Norse. This is why there are wars <laughs> over religion, Robert. You're overthinking it. When I die, I want to get drunk constantly with friends and have a sword. Why are you complicating it? I'm not. I'm just telling you, you're complicating it. I'm trying to make it simple. You're being Al-Qaeda to my Christianity. <laughs> you're, you're trying to make up a whole new religion. I'm just telling you, your religion already exists, bro. I don't really want the religion. I just want the aftermath. You know how like, horrible people just pray to Jesus when they're dying? Right. It's like that. Only the same. And drunker. It's going to be a good time. You're not invited. 
But uh, <laughs> when you leave... Fine, so- I ain't making the mead. You know my shit gets people messed up. It gets... <laughs> oh, God, if that's all there is to drink in heaven, I ain't going, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> it will get you there, but it tastes like shit. Not as bad as mine, I'll give you if that. If I have eternity to figure out the recipe, I'm sure I can make it taste better. I just need you to die a couple decades before me. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you kill Robert? I want to get drunk better? In heaven. Yes. <laughs> but uh, when you return from Sovngarde and like all the dragons are hovering around you and stuff, it's pretty cool. So I, I wasn't really disappointed. And I didn't kill Parthenax like those bastards in the blades told me to. I'm not no. a monster. Did you go back and talk to them after deciding not to fight them? Fight no, fuck them. Oh. You can. Do they forgive you? <laughs> no, they pretty much make you an enemy of theirs. Yeah, that's kind of what I assumed. It's like, if you're not going to be with us, then you're against us. That's fine. I can take you. All right. Fusro da. Bye. <laughs> yeah. I always had those conversations outside. <laughs> you might as well, right? <laughs> hey, come out into the middle of the woods where no one can see us for a minute. Well, no. Like, uh, where the blades are, there's that overlook that's, like, <laughs> at the top of a mountain. You made sure they died is what you're so saying. So if, if they go, well, we're going to kill you then, Okay. Bye. Yeah. Fusro da. All I have to do is talk in a different language and you die. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, mine, uh, that theme of mine I have powered up to where it dissolves him like 50% of the time. So yeah, that's not a bad idea. I might do that next time I turn on the game. So you went back and uh, finally beat Skyrim. Well, just before you move on, because I know where you're going and that's my next venture. But uh, my big mission now is just to become a good person. I'm going to keep this character going. And just try to redeem myself so I think she'll make it into Sovereign Guard. I got to get my vampire lord cured. I'm going to adopt some kids. I already married a vampire. I might have to divorce her. Were you ever a werewolf? I was at one point, yeah. Then you cannot go there. So how do I not become a vampire anymore? You have to go back and become a werewolf again and then go through the entire side quest to make yourself a full human. That sounds like a pain in the ass. It is. Sovereign Guard wasn't that nice. I just thought it was cool. I mean, right now, the way that uh, your soul is set up per the lore from what you've told me mm-hmm. is when you die, you go to hear scenes. Uh... Technically, right now, I'd go to the void because I'm in charge of the Dark Brotherhood. So I'd be with Sithis, but he seems lame and his name sounds like an STD. Well, her scene, uh, you're on an, ent- uh, an eternal hunt. Hmm. Yeah, I just want to meet Hall in Heaven. Yeah. You're overcomplicating it again. I'm not. I'm telling you the lore. This is kind of my job on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to make sense of things? Yes. Isn't that boring? Eh, a little bit. <laughs> Being the voice of reason sucks. I'd, ra- I'd rather be the comedian, but then you'd be the voice of reason. Oh, that sounds dangerous. Yes. Yeah. I, I know my role here. Mm. I-, I knew that when we started this. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> But yeah, your latest venture, you've jumped back to the world of Fallout 4, correct? Yes. uh, And I know, do you want to tell people why I know? Because I randomly woke up to a text from you that just said, I took on a Deathclaw with a sword and I won. I did. I I can use a sword in any game. (laughs) I don't think I found a sword in Fallout 4. I had had a shish kebab in 3. So, uh, well, let's back up a little bit. So last week, um, you and I hung out and... We decided to play some video games. We played uh, well, Sonic we were camping, Mania, so we had to. Yeah, uh, we we played my PlayStation Four outside. And my wife didn't appreciate that. No, but yeah, yeah who gives a shit? Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we played some Sonic Mania and got some nostalgia. Yeah, it was a blast, man. And really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I love that game. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm still playing it. Oh, while, really? Yeah. While I'm playing other stuff, like when I start getting bored of whatever's going on, I'm like, okay, Sonic Mania time. It's like a little time filler. Yeah. That's cool. All right. uh, Especially for the price. It, you know? It's so much fun. Yeah, only 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. I actually only paid $10, so 
because uh, I got a deal for it. Awesome, man. Uh, but yeah, love it. You were trying to see what else I had on my PlayStation. I didn't bring any of my discs, so the only thing else that really caught your eye outside of Skyrim was... <laughs> okay. Skyrim didn't catch my eye. You're like, hey, you want to see my sick-ass character, bro? Hey. Were your exact words then? And I was like, well, yeah, kind of. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to deny that. I don't know which one of us is worse. You saying or me being like, well, yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Stupid question. Um, But you want you wanted to uh, see where I was in Fallout 4. I want to see your character in that as well. Right. And I, I told you that it, I had played it, was not did not enjoy it, gave up, didn't remember why. And we found out, <laughs> we, we found out, uh, and had never picked it back up. So when you picked it up, I was at level nine. Were you nine? I thought it was a little lower. No, it was nine. Okay. Okay. Um, in a story mission that I was not leveled up enough for. No. Well, I mean, you were technically, I got you there, buddy. <laughs> but I, I was like, I want to see your character load screen shot in the face. Yeah. Like as soon as it loaded, <laughs> he got shot and killed. And so I was like, well, I'll just, I'll crouch down, sneak back, reload, see what weapons he has, shot in the face. That happened like three times. Like, you know what? These motherfuckers are going down. Fuck his character. <laughs> and fuck these synths. I'm beating this mission. And Robert, I beat that mission. He he beat the mission. I, I Every every couple minutes I told him, you know, if I decide to get back into this, I'm just going to restart a new mission because, or, or a new character because it's been so long since I've played. I don't remember how. Principle of the thing, man. Principle of the thing. Fuck, keep it in my mic. Principle of the thing, man. Like, I, I got shot in the face. They deserve to be shot in the face back. Right. So Danny finishes this mission, and we end up... Finish the fuck out of that mission. Yeah, yeah and we end up continuing to play just because uh, nothing better to do when we're enjoying conversation. Mm-hmm. The next day, I message him, so I decided to start a new character. I get back, all my fucking work! <laughs> well, it took, it took like an hour and a half, I think. <laughs> it seemed like we were out there for a very long time. But this time I used mods, and I'm not going to lie, they were cheap mods. Mm-hmm. But... It's made it to where I have to worry less about stats and all that and, and just enjoy the story and the gameplay. Okay. Um, so I, I made it to where I start with, like, my special, my, my strength, perception, all that, at at 10. Oh, okay. And they don't level up your enemies to make you make them... Nope, like... I'm still a level 1. Mm-hmm. I just start with my special at full. So you can just kill anything right off the bat, pretty much? It, it helps that I also have every perk activated. <laughs> a little bit of a cheat, huh? Um, yeah. So when you level up, you're like, oh, who gives a shit? I can't do anything with these points. There's, it doesn't level all of them up to the fullest. I have to get to like level 50 before I can make certain things full. Um, but it gives me everything up to that point. Oh, okay. So I'm still leveling up and things are getting harder as I go. But I, this time I was actually able to enjoy the story and go okay this is why this is happening oh this is why this is happening over here oh i affected this over here by doing this over here oh yeah yeah. and even though i don't necessarily like the way the settlement stuff is oh i didn't either bud i've kind of found ways to make it fun it's still you have to find the way to make it fun like it's still a chore to me i don't know yeah um but i'm thinking about making a basketball court in sanctuary okay that and this is going to take me a little while, will, when I throw the ball in, it starts a loop back and forth between these two things and a spring trap that is set off by a switch in the basketball hoop. So it's just an infinite score back and forth going on. I know I've said this before. Maybe you should masturbate more. 
you know? <laughs> like, it seems like a better you know, way to spend your time. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying I think it would be fun. I mean, yeah. the yeah. So uh, a little bit of nerd news. Mm. Uh, South Park, the fractured butthole um, is fun. is in the news right now. Why? Well, there's a little bit of controversy with... Uh, the name is Butthole. Yes. And don't get me wrong. This is, A lot of people understood there was going to be controversy, but this one's like, as you're creating your character kind of controversy. Is it like the Conan thing where you can get the biggest dick you want or the smallest dick you want? No. Oh. So this is actually how you choose uh, the level of difficulty. Okay. If you're wanting to play easy mode, you're white. <laughs> Oh, is can, that not funny? Can can you guess uh, what hard mode is? Black. Yes. Yeah. And there there are several shades in between. That's really and funny. And that actually uh, it does not affect battle at all. Um, but what it does is it makes it to where the harder the difficulty, mm-hmm. the differently people in the town treat you. Oh god. And the less money you get. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, why is that? Why does that offend? Does that offend you? Yeah, personally. Uh, uh, it's kind of a clever way to do it, I, and it's 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 making. A I statement. understand that. Yeah, that, that's yeah. that's where I'm coming from. They're making a statement. If if it if it was just a random, if, if it, it wasn't South anything, Park, if, if yeah, it exactly. wasn't South Park, I would say that's kind of offensive. With it being South Park, yes, it's still just as offensive. But we expect it. <laughs> there's a reason they're being that they're, they're. It's more of a satire, really. Yeah, um, that that's. That's what they're golden at is yeah. satire. Is it weird that I want uh, Trey Stone and Matt Parker to uh, work together with uh, Dan Harmon to make something? Oh no, not at all. Although, is it weird that I want it to be medieval uh, adventure? Yes. Uh, I knew you'd get there eventually, buddy. <laughs> I think I said run for office at first, which I, I'd probably vote for him. Fuck it. Uh, I don't know. Have you heard uh, Dan Harmon rant? He stutters a lot. I meant uh, Parker oh. and Stone, but. I don't, yeah, I, I, I don't know. People love getting pissed off. You know, it's mainly, you know, angry white people saying, oh, we don't have it that easy. But how do you know? You haven't been in anyone else's shoes. Yeah. Piss off. I don't know. I, I think it's actually really clever, personally. Yeah, and that, that's like it takes a lot to how you me, start so. the game. <laughs> I mean, they're making a big statement up top. You yeah. Know? You know what you're getting into from that point on, and I don't know. I kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, but I also like basketball. So, I I think I've seen it once. I remember nothing about basketball. I own it. Yeah, yeah. Just it, saying. Okay. So, anyways, you've ruined our lives. How have I ruined our lives with Spotify? Oh, and uh, you know, kind of YouTube, but mainly Spotify for me. You're like, hey man, there's this funny Australian. Well, you said British, but he's Australian. Uh, there's this funny guy that plays the piano and sings songs, and like, it was, it was while Sonic Mania was paused, I believe. Right. We are hanging out, drinking a couple of beers, and you start playing this Billy Joel-style music <laughs> is the best way I can put it. Now, in my defense, I've been listening to this comedian now for four weeks, and I needed somebody else infected with him. It worked. <laughs> it worked so well, because this last week, I I have eight to ten podcasts downloaded that I haven't listened to from this week. I think I stopped for like two. Yeah? Beyond that, I was on Spotify rocking out. I rock. Is that the right term for this? Kind of. It kind of is, right? I mean, he does have a song called Rock and Roll Nerd. Yeah, which I've actually, it's grown I, on me too. The first time I, I heard love it, that I song. didn't really care for it. Yeah. He's quite famous now. So suck his balls. Well, that That's Cage. 
Well, yeah, but on the album, they're in the same song. Right. Now, that part should, makes me in trouble. order to keep from confusing our listeners more, we should probably say the name of the comedian. Tim Minchin? I think that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, look it up on Spotify. He's fantastic. He has an entire album with the entire orchestra. Yes. And it's magical. Like, I'm not going to say every song is a complete hit for me. No, I, I would have to agree. But the songs that I like, I love. When they hit, they hit so fucking hard. Right. There's not a song and on his. He has messages in his songs. Yeah. Yeah, The Fence. The Fence is not a funny song, except for the fact that he calls Shea Guevara a homophobe. <laughs> yes. It's kind of funny. Uh, but, I mean, it's just, it's a song about not leaning too far on either side. Just, hey, if you, can, if you stay in the middle, you can look at both sides evenly. That's the whole point of the song. Right. And he does it really well. Right. And then he has a song called Confessions. Which I fucking love. Which, I think that was the first song. the first I, one he showed me. Yeah. And, like, it's weird because it's soft piano, Australian man singing about feminism. Yes. And, like, he's all these good points. Just, you know, hey, women shouldn't be afraid to walk the streets at night and stuff. And then a long pause. Fuck, I love boobs, though. <laughs> I just really love them. It's, it comes out of nowhere. And then, like, the second part is uh, Poverty. Poverty. And, and like, he, he's talking about the poor and, and the needy and how he see he understands that the stuff that he craves comes at the expense of others and how he doesn't like that. And there, he's sure that there's something that he could do to help alleviate the pain of the poor. But. Fuck, I love boobs, though. <laughs> uh, it's, I don't know. I love it so much. And uh, the third part is, uh, God, what's the third part? Uh. Uh, no, altruism, altruism is the, the sub-bracket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, environmentalist. Environmentalist, which also great points. Just, hey, the world's not a bottomless pit. Let's watch ourselves. Fuck, I love boobs, though. <laughs> well, he, he ends it in a spectacular way because he's like, you know, evolutionary theory says that uh, breasts are... Uh, Buttock? Like... Um, ex- extrusions. Yes. Uh Meant to distract men when we can't can't get get a look look of your your bum. bum. And he's like, I think that's bullshit. That's (laughs) like the uh, theory that says that lipstick is for making uh, your lips look more like the lips of a happy vagina. (laughs) The lips of a happy happy vagina. vagina. (laughs) Yeah, he actually sings it. Since since I've heard that, I can't look my great aunt in the face. Which is an amazing line. (laughs) Oh, why did you have to say that? Oh, why? (laughs) But I'm not going to lie. I love his beat poems, too. They, they they're better than they deserve to be. <laughs> they're beat poems. You don't go, oh, beat poem. I can't wait for this, <laughs> right? <laughs> and the fact that he has beat poems is kind of fucked up, but awesome. Storm is amazing. Yes. Uh, anger. Anger's not bad. Uh, Mitsubishi called. I'm not a huge fan of, but the fact that he pulled off one perfectly in Storm. Storm. Yeah. Tell is... me that's not the perfect beat poem. It's great. <laughs> it's absolutely great. And uh, he has one song that closes out all of his albums called uh, Dark Side, which is it's too damn good for a comedian he to goes, perform. He goes back and forth between really happy, skippy, Well, I mean, it, it music. starts out with, I can have a dark side, that kind of thing, like really low, and all of a sudden, yippee! <laughs> do, 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 and do, a do, really do, catchy do. piano beat, like yes. really catchy. And this guy plays the piano in all of his albums. He plays the- Fuck out of that computer. The yeah, computer. Uh, piano. Wow. The, the smaller computer with the white and black ivory. You know, what, what now who's being racist? I did see. <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I did see a picture or a video on 
of him on YouTube where he's playing the Doctor Who theme on a guitar. Really? Yes, with an orchestra. Nice. I'm going to have to look that up. But yeah, uh, go go check it out. It's awesome. Please, do yourself a favor. Like, I mean, okay, if you're really religious, be careful. Yeah. Um, Somebody didn't warn me about the uh, I Love Jesus song, (laughs) which is a (laughs) sing-along. And (laughs) makes the crowd feel very uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah. Which I didn't listen to while you were around. Like, I went through and listened to all three of his albums start to finish. Didn't skip a single second. And I got to that one and was like, oh, he didn't tell me about this. (laughs) No, I didn't. No, I I did not. I love Jesus. And then he's like, I hate something or other. You can listen to it for yourself. Yeah. He's like, what do you hate? And the crowd's just so uncomfortable, they're not making a noise. (laughs) He's like, what happened? (laughs) We were doing so good. We were were doing so good. What happened, everyone? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe we should start over. (laughs) (laughs) What's what's the best song you like to listen to him? first like if so if one of our listeners goes on and looks up the name what song should they search for first because confessions was the first one i've heard i would say confessions is good uh maybe kant maybe kant maybe prejudice i don't really like prejudice no but it's a it's a good leeway in yeah but i saw the joke coming no you didn't oh no because i said the i said the bad word yeah he said ginger you yeah. went oh he's spelling he did spell that <laughs> let's not say it but he did spell it i'm not wrong on this one <laughs> no Let's be careful. Technically, man. he didn't. He just said the letters that were in it, and you're like, "Oh, he's saying this." I said he's spelling. And then, <laughs> yeah, j- check it out. Yeah, just check it out. Do something. <laughs> uh, the like I said, the uh, album with the orchestra is by far my favorite. Uh, it's really good. I I would have to say that. Uh, Are you ready to rock? The first one. No, the second one. Are you ready for this? Is the first one. Oh yeah, yeah. That's um, the one I like the least. I don't know why. Uh, that one I really like. That's the first time that you hear Rock and Roll Nerd, which is probably my favorite song of his. Yeah. Yeah, it is really as good. As much as I love Confessions, I... Confessions is really good. I don't know, man. Honestly, like when I, every time I go to his name, the first song I listen to is The Fence. That's what gets me in the mood to listen to him. Okay. And just kind of, I don't know, puts me in a good mood. Somewhere in your closet. <laughs> <I'd>... <laughs> It's not bad, man. No. Um, I can't sing too much because... You know, Shay was a bit of a shit. homophobe, you yeah. know? It's it's weird. It turns out this guy's like a massive activist and stuff. I haven't really looked into his personal life. I don't care about his personal life. Same I just, here. I, like I know his he's music. Australian, and he, he he doesn't like homophobic people. And he's been married to the same girl since they were 17, which is kind yeah, of something like yeah. that. So. He says it in Rock and Roll Nerd. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, just well, check him out. In Rock and Roll Nerd, uh, you know, we were talking about this, I think, off mic, because um, you, you said that you thought that the orchestra one was his second uh, yeah, second his second album, but it's actually his third. In that in that song as well, he actually says what his age is. Okay, it's not I caught that. Another milestone, might I add, that has taken me way too long to achieve. I started watching Capaldi's Doctor Who episodes. Yes, I am eight episodes into his first season. I know that's not much because he's been going for three years now. Yeah, well, four because there's a whole year without a season. Uh, I like him. Technically, yes. I like him a lot. He's a it's, lot of fun. I, I told you that you would. He's to me out of the the newest batch of doctors, 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 <laughs> doctors. He's the most complex. Right, as uh, I've said in previous episodes, he very quickly became my favorite. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, remember I left the room when you and Kelly talked Capaldi because I didn't want spoilers. Right, but I've talked about him a couple times without talking about story. Oh yeah, I understand. I'm saying I didn't know much about him going in, and uh, he 
He's about the darkest doctor we've had. Yeah, but he also does it the best, personally. Yeah, yeah I can give you that. Yeah, he pulls dark off very well. But, I mean, when he's trying to be kind of ignorant and lovable, he pulls that off really well, too. Like yeah. the episode in his first season where he he's the janitor at Clara's school. Right. You want to hug the man. <laughs> Even though, at some points, he does some pretty terrible things. Like, he's awful to her boyfriend because he's a soldier and the doctor does not like soldiers. Yes, this is when he is completely against military. Yes. And the ironic twist to that at the end of that season, I think, is great. I'm not going to say anything else because okay. you're not there yet, but no, not quite. I, I think is great. Yeah, I, I remembered I had Amazon Prime, so I've been watching it again. And no, it's <laughs> like uh, our friend Kelly, which was on the Doctor Who episodes, he like he was excited that I started, and like I told him I watched the first six episodes. He's like, "That's great, they're awesome. You're about to hit a dry spell." Then I watched the next two, and they're silly as shit. Like right, the first one after that. It was where the moon is an egg and it hatches a space dragon. Oh, yeah. That is dumb. That, that Yeah. But the episode itself, I liked. Yeah, I, I like how... Am it, I the only one? <laughs> no, I like the episode. Oh, okay. I liked... Uh, here, here's the thing that really made me go, really, to that episode, is the egg heals and now there's another baby in it. No, no, he laid another egg. Oh, yeah, that, that's it, that's it. But it was the exact same size as the egg that was ready to hatch. And... Yeah. It was dumb. Also, my son watched that one with me, and that that made me answer a lot of really weird, weird <laughs> questions. Like, Daddy's there, dragon in the moon? I, no. I mean, technically, I don't know for sure, but <laughs> I want to say no. And if it did hatch, we'd all die. There's <laughs> not going to lay another egg that perfect size. and even That quick. Yeah, say even that little bit of a gap, there's going to be some flooding, at the very least. Yeah. Uh, and then the next one, the last one I watched was the space train with a mummy on it. Okay, that one was interesting. Uh, I was not a big of a fan of that one. I liked it a lot. I liked it more than the moon one. Yeah. Well, it's I love those universal monsters and stuff. Oh, that's like, that's just true. seeing a mummy. And granted, the end was a little cheesy. Yes, but it was also something that I hadn't seen before. Uh, honest, like that kind of spin on a monster like that, where it turns out the mummy. Spoiler alert: is just a soldier. All he wants to do is be dismissed because he doesn't know the war is over. Okay, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. At the same time, I realized I, it's dumb. <laughs> the the train episode, I think it was the setting that really did it for me, which is weird. But the the setting really made it to where I didn't like the episode as much. I think that made me like it more. It's a, it's a space train, Robert. That's fun. I mean, I'm not saying it's not fun. You wouldn't ride a space train? Uh, no. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't either. I'm scared of heights. Why the fuck would I go in space? <laughs> space train, trains, by definition, are on a set path. If something gets in the way, like floating through space you can't turn away like one meteor yeah <laughs> you're just fucked I, a fucking the space train space is on pebble. tracks though huh the space train wasn't on tracks no but it's still a train it's a train it's a space train did they ever say that they could turn no thank Damn you it. i hate when you have a point <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know i thought the episode was fun that's the last one i've watched um, uh i would say that you've not gotten to the best episodes yet that's what kelly said yeah yeah i was saying even like after the first half of his first episode, I was like, oh, no, he's the Doctor. Yeah. Like, the, it like, took me it, three tries to get past the first half of the first episode, because it starts out weird. But it's like yeah. T-Rex and well, okay. and shit. He, when Chris Eccleston, the ninth Doctor, turned into the tenth Doctor, it took me, like, two episodes. And it wasn't until the end of the second episode where I was like, okay, he's starting to feel like the Doctor. Really? And then as much... The further he went on, the more I saw him as the Doctor. Well, the, the first time, like, at the end of the of um, Tennant's first episode, when he, like, he beats the bad guy with an orange. 
That it's a two parter episode. Oh, oh, okay, fair enough then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He does sleep like the entire first episode. That does get kind of. And he he's kind of weird when he does wake up. Mm-hmm. It's not until the end of the second episode where he actually saves the day. Where he saves the day. Yeah. You know, he has his hand cut off, and he goes, "I just figured out what kind of doctor I am. <laughs> I'm very lucky." And his hand grows <laughs> yes. back. At that point, I was like. All right, that kind of comes back to bite his character in the ass because that whole that hand becomes a whole other David Tennant, and that whole part is fucking. But weird. also helps him. It's dumb. That yeah. part's dumb. David um, Tennant had a lot of dumb to him. I love him as the doctor. Uh, yes, his stories had a lot of dumb. Um, and we've been over what I think about the doctor after that. He Best ne- doctor ever. Yeah. He he never felt like the doctor to me. Yeah, you're the only person I've ever heard say that. It's weird. Uh, I, I've talked to a couple people that feel the same, but mirrors don't count, Robert. No. Oh, that's usually what I, that's who I talk to when I want somebody oh. to agree with me. <laughs> hey, Danny, how you doing? <laughs> nice dick you have there. It's real Cause, big because you know your wife's not going to agree with you. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> um, whoa, but whoa. yeah, like as soon as uh, Capaldi came into the mix, like the the first episode, the first part is kind of weird, especially when he escapes and you're like, okay, why does he have like no memory of what's going on? And he figures himself out by looking at his eyebrows. <laughs> They're attack eyebrows. Yeah. He, he could open a bottle of those things. You know, at, <laughs> at the end of that episode where he's like, look, stuff's weird. We were both called here. Have you noticed nobody else is breathing? Well, there's, there's, yeah, there's, that's not quite the end, but that is when you get to see the doctor in action. Right. Which is awesome. But you can see how cold this doctor can be. Yes. He, right off the bat. Well, I think that there's a reason because he, he's so focused on why did I pick this face? Why did I pick this face? And he does eventually say later on why he picked the face. Oh, cool, cool. But I don't remember it. Oh, and hey, me neither, because I haven't seen here, it. Here's where I think that they were I, – I don't think that it is what I originally had thought, and here's what I originally had thought. Mm-hmm. I thought that the reason that he picked that face – Peter Capaldi played another character in Doctor Who recently. He played the father of the family uh, – In Pompeii. In Pompeii. Yes. And so for the Doctor to go, why did I pick this face? I've seen this face. I just don't know where. I think it was him reminding himself that he can save people. I don't cuz that that's that, what you thought originally. Yeah, cuz that okay. episode dealt with him going, "Look, it's not my place to save people. Mm-hmm. I am the doctor. I'm here to observe." And Donna forces him to save lives. And he goes in that episode he's like, "No, this is what I should be doing." Yeah. Okay. Say uh, my first thought was it was an act of rebellion against himself. Like he did things when he was David Tennant and Matt Smith that he didn't think he would ever do as the doctor cuz those were his youngest faces. Now it's him trying to go back to his roots to kind of try to get away from what he most recently was. What he became because of the Time War? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, good way to put it. Yeah, that's kind of what I think. I, I can see that. Um, like I said, I don't remember the actual explanation that he so gave. apparently it wasn't that good. <laughs> no, I, I'm sure it was. It's just I, I've not watched Doctor Who in over two years because I, I was waiting for this season to stop. And now I just need a break to binge it. Yeah. yeah it's over. Yeah. Well, until Christmas, I guess. But then we get to... Doctor with boobies. Yep. I've never seen the actress in anything. I, I'm kind of excited about it. I, I have no problem with it. I know that there was apparent rage on the internet, but well, yeah. I think that I think that people will go out looking for that stuff of like the two or two to five people going, This is bullshit. The doctor shouldn't have titties. And I did not know you could do a decent Cartman. Oh yeah. Good to know for future reference. <laughs> that was pretty good, man. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> could you ask me for some cheesy poops? Uh hey 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 Danny. Danny, my friend, 
Can, can I have some cheesy peeves? That's not bad at all. Some, some cheesy peeves? Okay, now you creep me out. <laughs> God some, damn it, Danny! <laughs> I want some cheesy peeves! Yeah, it's funny again. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I have plenty of time to finish Doctor Who, uh, get called up in time for Christmas. But uh, this first impressions, like he he seems like he has more depth than yes. any Doctor we've had so far. I'm so. telling you, there are certain episodes that you will end and go, "Wow!" There's a certain Mexican fellow that we've already mentioned in this podcast named Kelly. Yes, that did ruin the fact that he teams up with the first Doctor, which is really cool. I don't know when it happens, but not in anything I've seen. Oh, hey, spoiler alert! Buddy. <laughs> are you serious? I thought it was I thought it was like this season that I'm watching now. Nope. Oh, um. He said it was good. Okay. That's all I know. But it is, I think it's really cool for them to go back and to bring back a doctor. Especially cool. one that's been dead for to how long? To bring back the first doctor is fucking badass. Yeah. And hell, they bring back Matt Smith in, uh, his, in Capaldi's first episode. Which, uh, like like Matt Smith or not, that's a good scene. Right, where he's going, uh, look, the person who I am now is not the person well, he who calls I've Clara been. from the past. Yeah. Right. Um, I need you to take care of him. Yeah. He, he needs your help. He may not know it, but he does. And she's like, he, because the phone rings and Capaldi's like, oh, who's that, your boyfriend? And uh, she's like, no, he's. I, I never thought he's my boyfriend. And Capaldi goes, well, maybe he thought he was your boyfriend. Something like that. Just like, just like he didn't know what to feel about her when he was Matt Smith's doctor. Now he just needs help. You right. Know? It's, it's the doctor clearly moving on after a regeneration. I don't know. I just, I really liked it a lot. Like that scene, that episode completely. Uh, after the first probably twenty minutes, that first episode. You needed permission from the previous doctor to like the doctor. That might have been it. <laughs> I didn't think of it that way. <laughs> like it, that just da- that thought just dawned on me. You're sitting here talking about this scene. Maybe that's I was what like, it was. You, no, you needed permission from the previous doctor to be no. like, okay, he can be the doctor. <laughs> You're being a dick about it. <laughs> but am I wrong? Yes, because I told you that I started liking Capaldi as soon as they sit down in the diner. But, I mean, what you're saying sounds right. <laughs> but I did I did start enjoying the Doctor as soon as they sat down in the diner in his first episode. That part didn't hurt, though. <laughs> Where Matt Smith was like, no, it's okay. You can like the new Doctor. It's like, okay, Matt Smith, I love you, buddy. <laughs> Maybe that was it, subconsciously. I don't know. <laughs> like Mandy from fucking Animaniacs. Okay, I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds right, actually. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you're getting back into Doctor Who. And uh, when when you finish, I think, the next season, let me know. Because I, if memory serves, that's the season that my favorite episodes come in. Okay. So, I, I'm, I, I may have to go back and rewatch them myself getting into this newest season. Are we losing uh, the showrunner with Capaldi? I don't know. I think I so, know. but I'm not 100% sure. Moffat. Moffat's his name, sorry. Uh, I, I'm not sure if Moffat still has. Is he, he already gone? I think that he may have already been gone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, never mind then. Doesn't matter. But so with, with me being sick, I've been watching a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. So something that I think that we should talk about is Death Note because I <laughs> I've all watched right. all of the Death Note anime for mm-hmm. the first time this year. I've never watched a single episode. 
I read the mangas. I, I see. I heard nothing about but good stuff about uh, the Death Note anime, mm-hmm. and I've tried watching it several times. And there's always one episode that I can't get past because it's fucking ridiculous and dumb. <laughs> oh, the the potato chip. The potato chip episode. Yeah. That, that works fine in the manga. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> the the here's how it plays out in, in the fucking anime. So he realizes that his house has been bugged, and they're watching him. So he goes out and he buys this mini TV. And goes back to his room with the bag of potato chips with the TV in the bag of potato chips. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so with my right uh, right hand, they'll see that with the TV off, I'm uh, doing my homework. But with my left hand, I write a name. I'll take out a chip and I will eat it. And it's like all of these super exaggerated fucking angles. I've, I've never watched the, the anime. It's I hope it's not as ridiculous as you make it sound out to me. It's fucking ridiculous. No, no, fuck this. Pause it. Well, you're watching. Well, hold on. For those that don't know, Death Note, it's about a guy that gets a journal from a death god, a Shinigami. And if you write someone's name in it, they die. If you don't write how or when, they just die of a heart attack immediately. Which is a really cool premise, I thought. And it's the only manga I've bought every issue as they've come out of. Like, I, I was, I think I caught on around issue three, and then actually had to wait, or volume three, rather, and wait for the rest to come out. I love Death Note, and I agree that there are some weird things that happen towards the end, but in the manga, I promise you, it's not that overdramatic. <laughs> okay. The only reason we've been talking about Death Note is because of the American-made movie. Wait, which we'll get recently. to, which we'll get to. I don't want to. But first, you're going to pause this. I don't want to watch it. I really don't. I was trying to sidetrack you. Fuck. Okay, it wasn't good. I watched it. It was not good. It it, it could have been worse, maybe. I don't know. It, that is stupid. I, I've never watched so the, a single second of the anime, and I'm kind of glad I haven't now. Because of that particular episode, that's the that's the episode that multiple times made me go, no, this is just dumb. Yeah, to be fair, it's really pretty. Like, it's a very well-drawn scene. Like, that anime is beautiful. But it's ridiculous. The anime is beautiful. Uh, don't get me wrong. The animation is awesome. In a fight scene, I would have been so happy with that kind of animation. Not a lot of fight scenes in uh, Death Note. But for a person who is <laughs> eating potato chips and pretending to do homework. He's writing. No, he's actually doing the homework. Uh, yes. Yeah. He, he's solving equations with his right hand. Uh, in, like in the manga, that scene serves to show you how brilliant light is. He, not only is he using both hands to write perfectly, he's concentrating on two things at once. He's actually doing these equations and stuff, and also watching the news and writing down names that need to die in the other hand. Like, it, it works really well in the manga. I promise you. But in the anime, it just... It looks really dumb! Well, that... it. I think that they try to force the megalomaniac side of light too much. That really much. develops in the manga, though. Maybe uh, not as swellingly or as quickly, but... Well, you see it, like... A little bit, and there are times where it's like they, they no, just actually, slap you over the face with the it. The megalomaniac forms pretty quickly in the manga, but the way that it—I—I I, I honestly did not like the ending of the anime. I don't the, mind the ending of the manga. The the last uh, episode, he goes full on psychotic in front of everybody. Like he realizes he's lost, and instead yeah. of trying to think his way out, he ah oh, that's right, I am Kira, I am God of the World. Yeah, oh. He throws a temper tantrum. Yes, showing that he's still a kid. Yeah. It worked in the manga, buddy. <laughs> this and is one of the few things I'm a purist on. As much as I love anime, this one just didn't do it for me. I don't know. It didn't really seem like... Don't get me wrong. It had very entertaining moments. I think that the drama was amazing. I think that the way they thought through a lot of things was pretty cool. But there's a lot of ridiculousness. <laughs> it's one of those things that I don't think translated that well to a manga. 
there's not a lot of action or anything. Like it is all it's a chess game. Death yeah. Note is a chess game. And that works well when you read it at your own pace. With great characters, because there are some great characters. L is one of my favorite characters of all time. And uh it works so well on paper. And I think that's why I never watched a single episode. Like I just I don't know. I don't think it translates to any other form. Like the uh the Japanese made live action movies aren't bad. I I've seen the first one. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, two starts exactly where the first uh, one ends, and the the first one ends with him opening a bag of chips. Oh shit! Did it? Yeah. <laughs> God, okay, it's been a long time, but <laughs> I didn't know the ridiculousness of that at that point. It's not that ridiculous in the main. It might be. It's been a long time, man. <laughs> Maybe I just read that and was like, eh. but then you know, I was a, I was the next panel over immediately and didn't really it didn't register. Maybe it is bad in the manga. I don't know, but I the one thing that kind of. It didn't ruin the manga for me because I still finished it. The one thing that was rough was, uh, spoiler alert, that's a big one, when L dies. L was by far my favorite character and is of the entire story. Him and Ryuk. Yes. And uh, when he gets replaced with M and N, it's not nearly as cool. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, think... I had a buddy that was borrowing the issues after I bought them and read them and reading right behind me. And when he read the issue where L died, he handed the last book. To, he handed that issue to me and told me not to bring him the next one. Really? He never read another single page of Death Note. Wow. Yeah, and I don't blame him. I really don't. Yeah, the it seemed like the writer at that point was trying to shoehorn things in to get to an ending for for two reasons. No, in the manga, that is literally the halfway point. So I can't agree with that. Well, like that's issue seven out of thirteen. It's close to the halfway point in the anime too, but. It made it clear that, okay, I now need to add in a secondary obstacle. That It can't just be two people against each other. It has to be three people against each other because that's what will make him slip. I think it could have been, though. I think they could have made that work. El was such a strong character, and he had a badass butler. No, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that it should have just been the two of them up to the very end. And honestly, I think that it would have worked better if they both died together. At the end. At the end. Yes. I agree. Yeah. Um. By killing L off and then going, well, his apprentices uh, are both coming after you. It cheapens it. You get some. You you get some okay storylines from it. Like now, uh, L died. He knew he was gonna die, and he had backup. Plus, you find out that he's been raising them through this adoption service that he was raised in. Right. Which gives L more depth. But why does L need more depth if he's gone? Right. Why Why do character development for a character no longer there? Right. Yeah, I don't understand. Uh, I mean, they did go through and do novels afterwards, but they were all prequels. So even then, it doesn't... I mean, they'll fill in some gaps, but it's not necessary. Right. But the the reason that we're talking about Death Note is, as you stated earlier, the Americans had... We, we had to try to... Netflix finally fucked up! Well, no, I'm sorry. Iron Fist happened. Yeah. So they fucked up again. Oh, my God. Okay, and I talked to our buddy Joel. Joel's the one that got me into Death Note. He uh, he was watching the anime and told me about it, so I went and picked up the manga. Right. He liked it. He liked he this. He liked the Netflix movie. He's like, well, I mean, it's not Death Note, but if you don't watch it like Death Note, then it's pretty good. It's called fucking Death Note. It's not Death Note. It's Final Destination with a journal in it. Kind of, yeah. With the random gore and shit? No, don't get me wrong. I think that the casting in this was great. I like all the actors in it. I think that it was... The William w- Defoe as, uh, as Ryuk. Ryuk 
is is a really good call, but he played the character. They had him play the character wrong. Right. I I would say he's too this, grim. I would say the same with the character that played Light. I've seen him in other stuff. He's a decent actor. What else is he in? I don't remember the name of the show off the top of my oh, head. Fair enough. Sorry. But I, I hadn't seen him before. So. I, I've seen him in other stuff. He's a decent actor. I, I but... didn't finish the movie. I still have probably 20 minutes left. I, I shut it off. I couldn't do it. But yeah, the, the, the scene where Ryuk shows up for the first time with him and he screams like a girl, that's not light. That's No, not... no, 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 not at all. And Ryuk looks amazing in it. Yeah. Like, he looks fucking awesome. That, that's mostly the, makeup. And the voice is awesome. Well, yes, it's William Defoe. He just put wings on because he's yeah. creepy as fuck. He's a gargoyle man. <laughs> uh, but I love William Defoe, and I think he did a great job voicing him and actually acting. He did what that script called for perfectly. Right. That script sucked. Yes. <laughs> that script sucked so fucking bad. Yes, yes, it did. Somebody should write that name, that the, the the script's name in a Death Note, so it dies of a heart attack. Write Death Note in Death Note while thinking of the Death Note's face. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Why did nobody do that? They just tried to catch it on fire. That didn't work. Right? <laughs> well, I, well, the thing that bothered me is, you know, they obviously had Death Note to pull from. Yeah, source material, definitely. So they had source material. I two, could, two versions of that point. I, right. I could understand them a little bit going, we kind of want to make this our own thing. Mm-hmm. But they completely, in order to shoehorn a love-ish story they completely do away with certain rules that are set up in all of the previous versions they do away with light's character development and replace that with boobies yeah they they do away with his character development um you know when he hands her the death note so she can see ryuk that's critical to the other stories well in the other story she has her own death note she's a pop icon that has her own death god and death note in in this they they try to make it to where he's a good guy she's a bad guy and she like turns him she's the emperor and he's Darth yeah which is not how that story goes no Uh, you know she was innocent yeah for the most part like she i think she wrote a couple names down if i remember right she 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 started doing what Kita was doing because mm, that's right. Because her parents were ki- were killed by someone and was getting away with, with murder, literally. And Kita killed her parents' killer, and so she worshipped Kita that's and right. uh, became the second Kita, trying to get his attention. That's right, and and they nailed that perfectly in the movie by ignoring it completely. Yeah, and I understand that would be a lot to put in a movie, but this is probably going to be at least a two parter, right? I didn't I, watch to the end. I don't know. Does I, El die in the movie? Uh, I honestly don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. And, like, I I don't want to complain about El too much because he's okay, right? I don't like the ninja mask. No. Because El... I, I think that his acting was decent. Once yeah. again, I think that it all comes down to studio choices. Eh, maybe. I don't know. Like, I know they tried doing some stunt casting. Like, oh, well, like, they're going to complain about whitewashing. Let's cast a black guy. They won't complain about that. Yeah. That's fine. I don't give a shit. But the only white guy that was in the actual, like, anime and manga, they went, no, make that guy Chinese because, or make make that guy (laughs) Japanese, yeah. Japanese because his name sounds Japanese. People get confused. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, seriously? Fucking seriously? Well, one of their names is a letter, so we can cast whatever we want. Yeah. But that's the whole thing about L. The big reveal. Because I bought the final issue. Well, they never say this in the anime, though. Ew. You told me this. But okay. They they never say this in the anime. Uh, gigantic spoilers, then. Uh, maybe mega spoilers. The big reveal, there's an envelope on the back page. Hell, actually, no, it's the front page of the last volume 
which wasn't technically story. It was like a big dictionary. It's a really nice special edition. It had an envelope, and if you opened it, it promised you Elle's true identity. And you open it up. It's a picture of Elle. Really nice card. It was very sparkly. Whatever. His real name's Elle. That's huh. his real first name. His first name is L. It's like L. Hewitt or something, or L. L. Lawitt, I think it is. That's his big thing. He was always exactly who he actually was. Yeah. While pretending to be this giant secret agent. No, it was that was him the whole time. His yeah. mask was nothingness. See, in in the anime, you never find out what his real name is, mm, okay. uh, because it's a Shinugami who kills him. It was a dessert kind of in the manga, honestly. Like you didn't have to know. It just makes you like the character a little bit more. Like the whole time. The way he fooled everybody was by not pretending at all. Right. Yeah. Which I, I don't know. I, I love Elle so much. And I that movie will never make me feel about that. Feel about that Elle the same way I did about the one from the manga. And I can see that. Um, character development. Well, okay. I, I saw it the best represented today while I was on Reddit. Okay. Think of it as cheeseburgers. Manga. <laughs> what? Hear me out. Manga. Is the kind of cheeseburger they advertise in commercials. The the patties are thick. There's several different kinds of condiments. You Always can see juicy. bacon, cheese melting just over the edge, just over the edge. The bun's never upside down. The bun's never upside down. In <laughs> fact, it looks like it was just pulled out of the oven itself. Mm-hmm. Anime is not as bad. It's more like a a, a double cheeseburger. Okay. That you actually get from the restaurant itself. Okay. The live action movie from Japan uh, will be buns, just buns, <laughs> not nothing buns. in the center. <laughs> I don't and know about and that. The, the American version is a hot dog. <laughs> it's but not advertised as a hamburger. Not even a cheeseburger. Yeah, it's advertised as a yeah. cheeseburger though. That, <laughs> oh, after Dragon Ball Evolution. If if the hot dog is that wrong? that was on the bun would be a turd instead, then yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> no, no, we that, can, that's the best way that I've seen it described. We cannot do anime or manga movies like it, there hasn't been a good one. I mean, even when we try to take an American anime, Avatar, and make it, <laughs> <laughs> so it's not even a cultural cultural thing. No, retarded. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, okay, I would have to say this. It is very hard when there is so much source material for anything to make a decent movie out of it. Yeah, how are you going to take something with that much scope and well, pin it down to like two hours? You look, know? At, look at video games. Look at – I mean everybody makes movies off, off of books and the books are always better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you try to make a video game that has a ton of lore the to it. The books aren't always better. Nine times out of ten. I was going to say Battle Royale, but that is a Japanese movie and books, so never mind. But the movie I actually kind of prefer more because there's less rape in it. Okay. Or uh, Let Me In. Nope, that's Norwegian. Fuck. Also, a lot of rape in that book. (laughs) Not in the movie, though. And that's cool. I got nothing. American made, anyways. I don't read American books, apparently. Let's go get some Mark Twain. But... The the problem is when, when you're trying to take something with a broad scope and narrow it down to less than two hours, you end up losing a lot of the filler and character backstory by by reading, playing video games, watching a TV show, reading a comic book. Not only are you experiencing the same things that the characters are experiencing, you're seeing their emotions. You can actually read what their thoughts are or see 
through their different interactions where they're going. And there's a lot more there. So anytime you're trying to boil that down, you lose so much. Yeah, you're threading a sewing needle with yarn at that yeah. point. Yeah, and people that are fans of those go in expecting certain things. Look at the very recent uh, Assassin's Creed movie. Nobody watched, Nobody looked at that. What are you talking about? Uh, you know, people that were fans of the series went in skeptically because it's a video game movie. And the parts that were in the past were awesome. But when you think of Assassin's Creed, what do you think? Oh, did they do the future stuff? Or I guess present time thing in the movie? Yes. Why? They focused on the present throughout most of it. And the stuff in the past is like... A tenth of the movie, if that. That I mean, if you're going to do the present thing, make that the intro and the outro of the movie. Right. That's the, it. The same in the video game. In the yeah. video game, there, you know. There was, actually, in the first Assassin's Creed, there was way too much uh, stuff out of the, um. There, uh, animus. The machine, animus, thank you. There's, there was stuff out of it, but it was just to link you between sessions. To, no, to in explain the, in the jumps one, in though, time. There was a lot, and it lasted a long time. They fixed that with two. In, in the very beginning, there was, and in the very end, when you're a in the very end when you're escaping there is but in in the middle it's like okay get out go brush your teeth lay back down oh yeah there's some but yeah i don't know well, even that was annoying to me oh no i, I agree that, that so in was the movie annoying. have none <laughs> you know? but that you know you were still playing as desmond for the least amount of time but if you're gonna make an assassin's creed game movie movie they have made several games yes um if you're gonna make the movie why do you need to know that they're in a machine at all? Yeah, just like, maybe wa- a reveal after the credits that turns out the whole time he some it was somebody imagining that in the Animus. That would have been cool. I, I would say that th- the way that you just described would probably be the best. But you can do an entire Assassin's Creed movie just looking at that time period and him following an artifact that is yeah. obvious to the lore. Yeah, because when when you get out of the Animus is when that franchise really jumps the shark. Like, the whole time, like, no, there are these pre-existing god people that are going to destroy the world unless I find this golden apple. But also, I just stabbed my best friend, and now I'm dead. That's Desmond's story. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. It's why I stopped playing the games. I haven't played since, uh, I played a little bit of Black Flag because it was free. Black Flag was awesome. I love that that game. Yeah, it was pretty good. Three was and awful, I've, though. I've had so many accidental slip-ups saying that name <laughs> on this podcast. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that's a callback from Tim things. Yeah. Uh, but that's about our time, buddy. All right. Uh, well, do you have a quick nerdly debate that you would like to give? No. All right. I, I was fi- just having fun, man. I figured I'd try to see if you would shake things up. Um, okay. Let's think of one manga that America could make a, America could make a decent movie out of. Rebirth. Don't know what that is. Rebirth is about a... I think it's actually an American manga, now that I think about it. Okay, I'll, I'll count it, because we haven't made a good one of those into a movie yet, either. Right, so. but it is uh, about this ancient vampire who, uh, his best friend was immortal and became a god of light and killed him, his fiance, and turned his best friend into an immortal. Well, because he's a vampire, uh, he was turned to dust, and he can be brought back by the blood of a virgin. Always virgins with vampires. It's, it's weird. It's a weird lore thing, but he gets brought back in the modern day. Uh, just a quick question: Is it like intravenous blood, or is it is it period blood? Uh, it, somebody get got cut over him. It's oh, just thank blood. God. It's... I prefer that over period blood. <laughs> yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah, someone got cut. <laughs> okay, good, good. But then it cuts to modern day, and 
he wakes up and goes, okay, I'm going to go kill a god of light. And you can come with me if you want. Uh, when I'm done, I will give up my life so that your father, who gave up his life for me, will... What's this called? It's called Rebirth. I'm just going to write that name down. It sounds kind of um, cool. <laughs> he ends up finding his friend from the past that was turned into an immortal. He's now a monk in a monastery. And he's like, yeah, uh, I can't die. I've died thousands of times. Can't do it. I just do the peace thing now. <laughs> yeah. Well, he watched all of his friends die. And then as oh, yeah. as punishment, uh, this god of light went, I'm going to give you a gift. I'm mm. going to let you see the end of the world. Holy shit. Yeah. How old is this anime? Or uh, manga, rather. Manga. I, I started reading it when I was back in high school. Is it an anime as well? I don't think it's an anime. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, But the manga was really good. There does come a point where they start focusing on the past a little too much. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this huge flashback that covers several books, and I understand that they're trying to fill lore. But for me, not needed. I enjoyed where the stuff was going. Yeah, get, fuck the past. Yeah. Give me now. <laughs> um, But I've not read it in a long time. But the first several books, like up to... I think I was at book 15. Amazing. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it sounds really interesting. Um, I think that there could be something done well with Helsing. I just think it'd be really hard. Yeah, it was, it was called it like Van City. Helsing. No, no, do it well, I said. <laughs> That's not the same thing at all. I, I, I know, <laughs> but you know that they were almost sued because of character like. They should have been. That movie sucked. Actually, no. It wasn't Helsing that was firing. Uh, that was suing him. It was Vampire Hunter D. Oh, that actually makes some sense. Vampire yeah. Hunter D is a little overrated, I'll say. But anyway, I actually really like Vam- Vampire Hunter D. It was. Okay. I like the novels. Uh, I only. I only watch the movies. But uh, Helsing, there, there's some real darkness there. Some real grit. And I think it could be done well, but you need to do it like Sin City, where the colors are oversaturated, the characters are overbearing almost. Right. And I think it could be good, because there's some real twists and turns in that storyline, and it's a lot of fun, and his guns are badass. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had to laugh, because, you know, people on Facebook will post on occasion, uh, you know, here are these 15 supernatural beings. Three of them are here to protect you. The rest are hunting you down. Who do you pick? There's always one idiot that picks Helsing. As the person that's protecting him, I was like, you realize in the first episode he shot through the person he was trying to protect. He's a human. And then made him a slave. Van Helsing is a human. Are you talking about the anime Helsing? Yes. Okay. Alucard? Yeah. That's Dracula. Son of Dracula. Well, yeah. It it turns out Alucard is Dracula backwards. Big twist. He's actually... No, no. Alucard is uh, Vlad Vlad the Impaler. Uh, in the animated, mm-hmm. I never really got it too much in the anime. Oh yeah, no, it turns uh, out he was Vlad. But I, I know in the first episode, uh, he who is who I was talking about was trying to save this cop girl and went, "All right, I'm going to shoot you in the chest now to kill oh, the person yeah, that's... that's holding you, <laughs> and then I'm going to bite you if you want to live, but you'll be my slave." Yeah, that's Alucard. Yeah, he shoots her right through the chest. Yes. But he ends up taking care of her. Not well, but he does. By turning her into a vampire. Well, I mean, afterwards, like, teaching her <laughs> the ways of the vampire. Uh, but there's this really good, um, almost like, I don't know if I want to say teacher, student or mother daughter or mother son relationship between, uh, the woman that runs the Helsing Corporation and Alucard. Okay. Where like he could kill everybody in there so easily, but he respects her to the point where she's like a mother figure or a teacher figure that, uh, he listens to her completely. And, uh, there's some really cool things there and I think it could be done well. It won't be easy, but I think. It could be pulled off. There, there are two things that come, two more animes that come to mind that I think could be pulled off. Dragon Ball Evolution. No. No. Oh. Trigun. 
It's a western. Yeah, but he's a plant at the end, and that's weird. It, it's sci-fi western, though, and you can leave out the plant. In fact, I never really got that he was a plant. He's a fucking plant. Yeah. Like, his brother. vegetation? Yeah, from from space. I, I just thought that he was an alien. Yeah, he's an alien plant. I did not really... I never... Oh, yeah, it's kind of dumb it at the end. never fucking connected with me really? that he was a plant at all. Yeah. No, I just... I thought that he was a weird alien kid. Somebody told me I, that before I, I, I finished it, and I was like, well, that's fucking stupid that I watched the series. I was like, well, no, I still liked it. It's a good, it's a good anime. Uh, you know, but, uh, you don't need the plan in there. I didn't even no, know. No, you don't. You don't. I didn't even right know about that. But uh, honestly, it, you don't need him to be an alien. But... Western sci-fi. It could be cool. Yeah, it needs to be artistic as well, though. I, I would say it needs to be semi-artistic, like Western artistic. Yeah, that's, but there's still some bright colors in Trigun. You can have the bright colors. That's, I guess that's the artistic part of the Western, yeah. yeah. But ha- have it shot and the feel stay Western. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and. and I would say one of the few times shaky cam is allowed because I hate shaky cam in fights, mm-hmm. but fist fights especially. Yes, but when his have a point where his arm starts going out of control, like in the anime, and at that point do shaky cam so you don't get a clear shot of exactly what's going on, but you understand the intensity of it. And that would be the only time that shaky cam is acceptable in that kind of. There's movie. no real reason to see exactly how it transforms. Yeah, like, honestly, who cares? Yeah, his arm's a gun now. That's cool. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> um, yeah, next choice. The The next one is one that you, I don't think that you know about. It's called Trinity Blood. No. Now, there is a manga and there is an anime on this, but the priest uh, with the Vatican that is part of this special group that hunts down vampires, uh, the Pope is a kid for some reason. Well, instead of the Pope molesting kids, he's being a kid. Oh, That's right. good. Um, it's time for some revenge. <laughs> but, uh... You find out that the guy is a different kind uh, of vampire himself. Like he is a special breed of vampire that a daywalker that feeds on vampires. Oh, um, oh no! Like in Blade Two, though, there are vampires that feed on vampires. Kind of, yeah. Uh, it, it's actually done really well uh, in, in the manga and in the anime. Just like Blade Two, I, I really liked it. I think that it's something that, with the right effects, could be done very well or very, very bad. Well, there's always the chance of very, very bad. They could fuck up Dragon. They could fuck up Helsing. They could fuck up Dragon Ball. They could fuck up uh, Death Note. Yeah. So poorly. Like, I can't get over Death Note. They got Ryuk so wrong, and they got the casting and look so right. Like, he's yeah. two-thirds of the way there. Yep. But that last third fucks over most of the movie, honestly. You know, his acting could have landed it. It was, it was the writing. Yeah. Like, Ryuk is, isn't this Grim Reaper. I mean, he is, but he's the fun kind. Yeah. Well, in the manga, at least. In, in the anime, you know, he, he's not playing around. He He's trying to be entertained. And so yeah. he'll follow along with everything until he gets bored again. Mm-hmm. And To me, that makes him kind of playful. Maybe that's not the best way to put it. But, I mean, he's never, I don't know. He's never all that menacing until towards the end. Maybe. I think. I, see, even it's it, probably the same in the anime. Even so. in the end, I don't find him menacing at all. Yeah, that's true, yeah. But that's all he is in the movie. He's this overlooming threat, this thing that's making Light do all these horrible things, and then the, 
and then the girl comes along that's not a pop star, doesn't have her own death note, just wants to suck his dick for evil or something. I don't really know. Well, she she wants to kill people. Suck his dick for evil, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I said. Like, by, by, <laughs> by the end, it's made clear that that's all she wants to do. She just wants to kill people. Oh, really? Okay, uh, I didn't finish the movie. Yeah, like I said, it, in the movie that where... Was, nobody's task in the original manga was just to flat out kill people. Right. There's always a reason. And, and in the anime, like, you're... It, it's a question of who's... Right? You know, it, because it, it deals with a person taking justice into his own hands and trying to inch, instill fear into the entire world so that the world gets better yeah. as compared to justice as a Western concept of being actually arrested and tried guilty and serving time, which is an interesting way to go about it. Yeah. But it gets boiled down to the point so minuscule in the movie that light who is let's face it the villain of the show he like he's the walter white in the breaking bad oh yeah absolutely. that's actually a really good comparison absolutely yeah um it, it would be if okay it would be if walter white and jesse got a movie of their own but jesse beats the shit out of walter white because he's not wanting to make the crack and then makes crack anyways or Jesse beats the crack out of Walter White. Beats the crack out of Walter White. Yes. <laughs> like a pinata full of crack. <laughs> yeah. You knew what I meant. <laughs> yeah, but I like it better this way. But honestly. yeah, the the Mia, who is the Misa equivalent, mm. um, like she's not following light. She's not – she is killing people of her own because that's just what she likes to do. She She is bad. Light is seen as good, which is not the way it needs to be. Right. Yeah, they got it all bad. So I'm assuming Trigun or Helsing could be done better. Yes. Yeah. I don't know, but... But I do believe that is our time. Sure. Your name is... Danny Mullins. Your name is... Robert Foley. Join us next time on Then and Now when we talk about... <laughs> I can't do a voice. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. <laughs>